Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now, Basketball Edition. It's been about a month since Stephen and I uh, had our last confession, so we're meeting up here again to go over what's been going on in the world of basketball. And just starting off, Stephen, uh, I think the the biggest piece of news over the last 30 days, however long it's been, is Bill Russell, which uh, he passed away uh, almost a week ago now. And right, uh, I right. just wanted to give you some time to talk about what Bill Russell meant to you. Okay, cool. Thank you. I didn't know you were going to start the podcast this way, but uh, Bill Russell uh, is a pioneer in the history of uh, the pro game and the game uh, in general, you know, and uh, he was uh, one of the best defensive players of all time, one of the all-time great defensive bigs. Um, and one of the best shot blockers ever. He also did a lot in civil rights and, uh, you know, uh, was, was big on having conversations that had to do with race and stuff like that. He was very progressive at a time when he could like get in a lot of trouble for it. He could get a lot of backlash for it. Uh, he could possibly. Well, put just really game. quick to interrupt, like, and not just could have did like there. Are, th- well, I didn't right. realize and, this story about the people breaking into his home, smearing feces all over it. Like just desecrating I, the place I, that he I, lived. I, that's the first, that's the first story. I always tell people when hmm. I tell them about the racism that he, uh, uh, had to endure because think if you think Boston is racist in the 21st century back in the fifties, like it fucking sucked for a black person to live in Boston. Okay. Even if your name was Bill Russell. So, um, you know, he lived well in Boston for a rich black guy, basically, you know, uh, but, and what I mean by that is, you know, I don't even just, know if I'd say that, man, <laughs> like once again, like the fact that people like broke into his home, I don't I think a whole lot of rich black guy in the fifties, you know, I don't think a whole the, lot of rich, like black guys had to deal with stuff like that. I feel like rich black no, guys. No, no, like, no. He's, he's definitely, he was a guy, he's like a Jackie Robinson type figure in sports. Like. This is what this is who this guy is. He started the NBPA, the National Basketball Players uh, Association, you know, Um, and uh, what is what is the NBPA? I believe was started by him. I guess you could look that up, but he's done a lot of things. He did a lot of like groundbreaking early work that made it easier for players uh down the line and he did it he was like he was like everybody in the nba making all this money and stuff even magic and larry and all of them they're doing all of it really on bill russell and wilt chamberlain and george mikan's shoulders okay and i would uh other thing too is like He's like one of the few players that of like that time and era who didn't have like this 
witch hunt, witch hunt's not the right word, but the stigma towards like today's players, maybe he felt that they were entitled, but like he never said it out loud. He no, like Will he Chamberlain. Had... Hey, let me let me talk, Stephen. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> <yeah>, um, <laughs> um, Will Chamberlain would go hard, like anti the players, essentially I... up until the day that he died. And Bill Russell was always very welcome and like a super ambassador of the game. Not like Julius Irving is kind of similar to Bill Russell in the sense of like always that all star games, definitely like around and being heard. But even Dr. J has like a small, nowhere near what Wilt Chamberlain had, a small amount of resentment towards today's players. Whereas Bill Russell just completely supportive and wanted them to get the best that they could ever have. And I think that's kind of similar to how he played the game and how he was as a, as a coach, as well as a leader on his team back, back then as well. So I'm just, I could, I could go off uh, kind of like the JJ Reddick route of like, all he was playing against was plumbers or whatever kind of BS kind of conversation. But like the fact that he doesn't complain about that now and that he's just overall just seems to be like the kindest person that may have ever played basketball. I'm not going to do it. Bill Russell, ultimate champion. Love him. Look, I, he, he was a, he was a great man. He, he moved the game forward a lot. He had conversations about race in this country at times when it wasn't cool for a black man, especially of his stature to make comments like that. You know, people wanted him to just kowtow and keep his mouth shut. And he did not, you know, uh, he had courage, you know, and uh, this is a man, all the whiny crybabies who whine about racism. Now, you don't know what racism is. OK, uh, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but like Bill Russell. OK, Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, these older guys. They experience real, like, terrible, bad racism, you know. And I think that is something that a lot of older Black people say all the time, that I hear a lot of older African-American people, and I, because I know some of them, one of them is my best friend, and, or one of my, one of my good friends, basically, I've known him for a long time. Anyway, uh, so I hear a lot of these kind of things from older black people a lot african americans that uh things have race relations in this country have gotten a lot better over time black people's opportunities uh, uh and opportunities for people of color all of that has gotten way better over time anybody even a black person who tries to say that it hasn't gotten better over time, you just don't know your history because, you know, uh, there 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 was really bad stuff going on before. There's nobody breaking that. There, there aren't you don't have people breaking into people's, you know, a big NBA star's house and putting poop on his walls now. You know, uh, that's that's disgusting. And the good people of Boston did that to the great Bill Russell. The you good know, people of he, Boston in the 1960s. <laughs> in the 1960s, okay. Well, what I, well, the reason that I say that is like, I, I just want to be kind to the people of Boston who's like, of I wasn't course, even born of yet. Course, <laughs> of course, of course, of course. I don't want to paint. I don't want to, you know, put them, 
put them all under the same, make a blanket statement. Some people in Boston are decent people. And also, I'm sure there's cities where, like, if there were were opportunities for people to, like, another thing is a lot of these cities that we play in now are so multicultural that it's just unlikely that it's going to happen. But I guarantee there are cities like, oh, I'm not going to say a city name. I was going to say one, but I don't even know if it's a racist city or not. But, oh, we went to this city, this small town, 350 people. And if you showed up there, maybe you would... Uh, would experience the racism of the past, like the 1950s. But where everyone has to travel now, it's definitely a lot smoother. <laughs> as as yeah. you're saying, like <laughs> people are a lot more enlightened with their thinking now in general. But there's still is there a, also Stephen? Was there a point to you uh, letting um, African Americans know yes, that there's, there's no racism now <laughs> or as much? No, I'm not saying there's no racism. All I'm saying is have a sense of history, have some perspective and realize that what your grandparents went through is a lot worse than what you have to experience in the 21st century. You know, uh, uh, I, I'm just saying like things have gotten better over time and actually looking at Bill Russell's story, uh, and all, a lot of the racism and things that he had to go through, uh uh and the dignity with which he carried himself um i just think of him back then being a six foot nine black dude that was like the best damn player in basketball like this is like a like like i said this is like jackie robinson you know this guy was doing real shit basically you know he was out there uh you know uh talking about race and stuff in america at a time when a black guy of his stature saying things like he was saying could get him in hot water like big time you know and uh so like bill russell had balls he had conviction you know and Can I, I but i still want to follow up my question like this is something that's been on my mind. Like, obviously, this is now now no longer a basketball conversation uh, that we're having right now. Um, well, I feel but, I feel that I have to bring up the social justice part of his. No, career. I know, but like, I don't know why we have to. It's something that I do too. So this isn't like an indictment of you, Stephen. It's just something I've been thinking about a lot. Is why we have to put others down to lift others up. Like, I don't know. I didn't know why you had to do. I don't know why you had to do like the, the, Hey, black people of today. It's not as bad as it was back then. I'm, I'm not necessarily only talking about black people today. What I'm saying is like a lot of the people who whine, I'm, I'm mostly talking about not actual cases of racism and, and bigotry, but like, cause there are still those, but Though the times when I feel it's not virtuous, what people are doing is virtue signaling. That's like what I'm talking about. It's like when people are like, look at me, you know, uh, I'm a social justice warrior. This guy did it for real. You know, he was, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Not that there aren't real things that happen that need to be dealt with that have to do with race now, but like things are a lot better now. And Bill Russell is one of the reasons why uh he he did a lot to 
to put the conversation about race relations in this country, particularly between white people and black people, you know, uh, in the forefront. So I just, I, I don't mean to, to put down other generations really, but I'm just talking about, uh, you know, to the people who are, are, you know, uh, he, he fought the cause for real. That's all I'm saying, you know? Um, but yeah, Bill Russell, he's going to be missed. Gonna miss, I don't think he was at the championship this year. Um, from what I recollect, it's going to be, so that's like the first in a long time, but hey, probably, he, probably the pandemic one too, but, uh, it's going to be sad not having him present that trophy anymore at the, in the finals, but you know, such is life, right? We, uh, yeah. everyone's destined to die. Well, I mean, I, that's true. And I, I actually have both of us, I'm sure have pondered those questions ad nauseum because of our, what, you know, religious past and such, but, uh, you know, I, these days I'm, uh, I have struggled with depression, but I'm, I have, I'm starting to experience right now a good period, you know, where I feel really good and uh, I'm starting to get my life together and feels great. And so, you know, I, I just try to focus more on what's going on now because when I tend to dwell on the past too much, I I don't get a lot done. You know, I sit around and sulk. So yeah. Um very Sorry, important. We can talk very, basketball now. It is very important to have um things in our life to fill our time, or else it can be really easy to to get lost in our thoughts. Um I but know, as far as I'm like trying, I'm trying to I'm trying to find stuff to fill my life, Alex. <laughs> it's funny what's funny though is like because uh, i know that we've i had sent that message to you prior like what's also hard though is like sometimes even when you have things filling your life if they don't provide the fulfillment that you hope that they do it's just like almost like empty calories it's like eating a yeah, bag of cheetos you could eat it and eat it and eat it and, and eat it and never be satiated versus eating a salad that tastes really good and it's good Got for you chicken in there Got some Caesar yeah. dressing, maybe some some bacon bits, and definitely gonna have some croutons on there as well if you're having a yummy salad. Right, but uh, anyway, we don't have to ponder life. We can talk about basketball, but um, I, honestly, like, there's <laughs> just really quick. This is not super. It's basketball related in the sense that I've been. This is probably the story that's been the most popular over the last couple of weeks. Brittany Griner being. Uh, pleading guilty to possession of marijuana and then being charged subsequently to nine and a half years. And I, a lot of people have been reporting it as a Russian prison, but what the uh, hell? have you not been paying attention, Stephen? You haven't no, seen that? I know. I listen, I, I, I know that, uh, Brittany Griner was, was kind of a dumbass and got herself arrested <laughs> in Russia. <laughs> but, uh, and but what is very key there and i don't think 
what news outlets are picking up on is it's a Russian work camp. <laughs> so, so like, I don't mean to laugh or belittle. It's just like how far off people are like, this is not prison that she is going to. She's going to uh, essentially, like, not essentially, but think of the most recent stranger thing episode where Hopper is in Russia, something similar, probably a little What's bit better like conditions than that. Tracing camp? But what she's going, she's going to be doing actual labor and work while she is there it's not like a normal prison here in the probably united states where you just are in prison sorry it's probably because she's a big giant woman you know she's no like, like that's just how the prisons are in russia <laughs> oh right okay but so uh, so that's very sad no that is sad and that is gonna set her career back like a lot but i mean uh, just a reminder don't take drugs to any other country. Never have drugs in another country. I cannot well, well, I cannot be be more clear than don't take drugs to another country. Unless I'm just saying like there are some countries you can get away with having certain drugs in. That's But all. but yeah, yeah, uh, I already went down that line of thought, but guess what? They already have the drugs there at a cheaper cost. There's no reason to take drugs with you to another country because That's they're going to be there for free. Not for free, that but you know what I mean. We have that Harold and Kumar uh, go to Guantanamo Bay, escape from Guantanamo Bay movie. And uh, they're on the plane and uh, a dumbass Kumar makes some bong that he can that smokeless. And Kumar gets mad at him, and it's like, we were about to have all the leak weed we wanted, you know, in Amsterdam, yeah. where we were going. I always laugh at that part, but yeah. It's so true. It's very, very true. But I, I just, I feel bad for her, but there's also a part of me that is very big. Like, I hope we can get her back, and she doesn't have to stay there. But the fact that we have to, like, exchange a prisoner for her with a... With a with a non-ally right now, it's a little frustrating because you had to take marijuana with you to Russia and you got caught with it. Like she's she's an idiot. She's uh, an idiot. I but, mean, and then also also like is is Brittany Griner not the person who has a number of domestic violence cases against her? I think all have been I've dropped. Heard, I've I've heard stuff like that about her. So she's not uh, even that great of a person, <laughs> like, period. She's, like, kind of a violent person and stuff like that. I I have wondered, even though, to be fair, we don't know if this is actually true, and Brittany Griner's a great basketball player, but, like, the way she talks and everything, I'm suspicious that she's on the juice, but anyway. Steroids? <laughs> yes. Uh. Because we definitely know she's uh, smoking marijuana. But, um, well, well, but that is a much more minor thing to do. But yeah, yeah. So, uh, Stephen, it's been a while since you and I have talked. Been doing a little bit of research on steroids. There's uh, maybe it's not worse to do. Do you like the research on steroids? Is if you're doing it in a very controlled way, similar to any type of drug, it can be beneficial to you. Well, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. There's all kind of evidence that it can benefit you. But when you're a professional athlete taking steroids, is it's cheating. You mean, okay, gotcha, that gotcha. Cheating. That, gotcha. Come on, like gotcha. it's performance enhancing. Come on, you know. 
I've always uh, the all steroid Olympics sketch. I've always thought that was a a great idea. Um, but I I'm just all to try that legal, out. I'm all for legal steroids for certain medical uses because they can be useful. They can help build up muscle and all kinds of things. So, I'm kind of pro it. Like, why not? Like, why wouldn't it be? Why are you not against it for basketball? Like and like, be specific. Don't say, "Well, it, it it enhances your performance." Like, get specific on like the things that would it would make you better at. It would make you bigger. It may it makes you strong. Well, here's the reason why I wouldn't have a problem with it. Okay, I don't either. Because, <laughs> here's the reason why here because I go back and forth on it because on the one hand I feel like it's cheating. And on the other hand, I feel like they're grown men and they didn't get good by taking this stuff. They take this stuff so they can stay on the field, stay on the court, play the damn game that they get paid to do. Like, I kind of feel like leave them alone, you know? Yeah. Um, you want to you want to you want to see players hitting home runs and stuff like that. I guarantee you these people are not good because of these uh peds they didn't get their talent from it they're doing it because they play the game at the high the game they play at the highest level for millions of dollars there's a lot of pressure on them and they have to be able to recover and perform you know well the and, reason that i've been thinking about this is with baseball and football specifically where physical force is like exerted. I guess you could say if someone's driving down the lane in basketball, but the more mass you have, the slower you become. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. I've just been trying to figure out like in basketball, it, it would not only like there's, the, there would be a give take that there that you wouldn't see in baseball or football, where if you're a lineman who doesn't have to be that fast anyways, taking steroids, there is an inherent benefit to having it. Baseball, yeah, obviously but- hitting things out of, out of the park, but in basketball, Things you would slow down miles per hour too. Like what? So I don't, I actually don't think steroids in basketball is like, it's actually more probably going to be more hurtful than helpful. Right. But, but, but use the right way, a Shaq or a Ben Wallace, not saying that they three seconds the, in the key, you know, not saying that they did these things. I'm not saying that they ever use PEDs, but I'm just saying Somebody whose gift is their strength in the game, uh, they could use steroids to their advantage. You know, but yeah, like there's also like once again though, the heavier it gets, Shaq's gonna be slower. Like, yeah. yes, he can back down, but like there's a give t- at least there's a give take where like it actually makes you worse in other areas in basketball. Yeah, but it's gonna bulk you, you know, make you bulkier. No, I know, but like, great, like, absolutely fantastic. You're still going to be really, really slow, like, even slower than you were before. Yeah, that's true because it adds muscle mass and stuff. But uh, it is just, uh, I, I kind of feel uh, the same way with certain things in sports about uh, when it comes to a lot of uh, cannabis, marijuana related issues that. Where like in sports, I feel like a lot of the a lot of the powers that be in these professional sports have an issue with this drug because it has been stigmatized and a lot of people don't understand it. 
and more and more people are understanding the benefits that come from this drug and and it can it can help uh football players it can help all kinds of you know uh professional athletes and it's i i'm not gonna say everybody should use it but like you can't deny that there are benefits to using uh cannabis products to you know uh deal with pain and stuff like that um so but like honestly like all drugs i mean i like don't like i don't it, it's going to make you worse any drugs that you take like sorry that's being that's a blanket statement like if you do meth if you do heroin uh, like before a game or whatever like that's going to be problematic and impact your performance i don't know this goes into just drugs in general oh, and no, no, my no. opinions not, on it but I'm, like, not I'm not talking about somebody should eat a pot cookie and and play a game you know like we're not talking about the Dion waiters incident where that dumbass ate like 20 pot gummies and and ended up in the emergency room because he thought he was gonna die i laughed my ass off at that but like you know use responsibly and not use when you're playing the dang game, you know, <laughs> like yeah. if you're, you, if I think it should be looked at for uh, allowing players to use it somehow for recreational use, professional athletes, you know, uh, and it can be used for all different uh, kinds of things, you know, vets uh, who have been in war smoke weed and, and uh, you know use cannabis products to deal with with that it's been it's been known to help with ptsd and depression and all kinds of things and obviously it helps with your appetite mm -hmm. so like i'm just saying like uh even people who who aren't people who want to uh smoke uh marijuana or something like that like they can't deny that there are benefits, medical benefits to using uh, uh, cannabis, you know, for mm -hmm. when it comes to pain in particular. So. Um, and then lastly, uh, any other things uh, that you that you wanted to go over basketball wise? I just have one more thing. This is I've talked a lot about like uh things that aren't really uh, it's that time of the year there's nothing talking there, there there's has been no big changes that, in that yeah see that's what i'm thinking like i was like there's no big trade or anything you know yeah this really this is uh starting in september is when things are going to start heating up um right Which but is anything else soon. that you have pretty soon but uh so but okay um <clears throat> Uh, and that's not a question to like make you think really, really hard. It's just it should be something topical on the top of your mind to go over, or else it's not a thing that you actually want to talk about. <laughs> oh no, we got to talk. We got to cover Bill Russell, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I that that was good that you brought him up because I didn't think about that, but yeah, that's big news. So. Uh, uh, Bill Russell was a pioneer, uh, and we already talked about all kinds of things he did in his career and in his life. 
He was, uh, his, his life was admirable. Uh, and you know, uh, just, uh, props to him for everything he did, uh, in his life, you know? So, so rest, in pe- rest in peace, Bill Russell. So what you had left to say was something that we talked about earlier. Anything else? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was, was very... trying to sign off with a nice thing to say about. Bill oh, it's like, are we, like I, I still have one other thing to talk about. So you could have just said, Hey, Alex, uh, you can go over your one other thing to talk about. Oh crap. Sorry. 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 Yeah. And then you can do, all right. So uh, we'll just do, uh, You'll get a second chance. See if you can do it in 30 seconds this time. And I love that end. Rest in peace, Bill Russell. That's how we'll end it. But the one last thing that I have, um, have you seen this thing that Jalen Rose brought up about Mount Rushmore and why why we should retire the Mount Rushmore of, Rushmore of basketball, football, whatever it is? I can give you update. I can give it's you a little. Because I, can, I can tell you why. I think it's because Jalen Rose is sick of the conversation and sometimes i get tired of it because it's like how many times are we going to discuss the same damn shit agnosium it is actually not because of that is because of the implications of uh, the manifest destiny in the 1800s when white people took over indigenous lands and then built mount rushmore on those indigenous lands and then starting to call everything the mount rushmore um just the the, ter- the Mount Rushmore in general is kind of what he's against. He's still okay having the conversation. Oh, he's saying because it's racist? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's kind of stupid to make that an issue when people are just talking about who are the four best players of all time. It's like a dumb conversation to begin with. So to point out that Mount Rushmore is racist is kind of juvenile to me. Yeah, so you're you're on the stance of because it's a stupid conversation, anyways, like trying to establish the four best players of all time in a given sport that it's kind of a non-starter conversation. Do I understand that correct? Right. We're not talking about a Bill Russell real racism issue here. This is what I'm talking about: the crybabies that whine about everything. So- I also I also kind of wonder too. What are the things that people most often talk about during this slow time? Like, I know baseball's going on, but during this slow time is like you have to create stories. Not that I don't think Jalen Rose believes in what he is saying, but in terms of things that he actually wants to talk about, it's probably pretty low on the list until that list evaporates, which this is the first time since 2019 that we've had to have a lull in sports because 2020 and 2021 basketball was creeping into the July and August months. And so there were still things to talk about with um, the draft being pushed back with free agency being pushed back in 2021. And so I feel like we're like, Oh crap, we totally forgot. It's it's been three years since we actually have to talk about something during this time. And now we're going to create something to talk about. So Jalen Rose is bored and is conjuring up something because he gets paid to kind of do that because he sort of works for, like uh the the sports networks on tv now but like i think that's kind of what's going on is he's 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 like conjuring up something creating something because out of boredom because 
that is a that is a shameful stupid thing to point out like there's real issues that happen that surrounding racism and if i have to hear another oscar is so white thing i'm gonna slap somebody because martin luther king would would have told jada pickett and will smith that shame on them you know speaking of slapping people uh uh he would have if if he would have been alive, if somebody like him, uh Martin Luther King Jr. would have been alive and seen that after the crap that he and other people have been through, you know, uh like to to hear such stupid crap come out of people's mouth like Oscar's so white and Mount Rushmore, don't say it is race. Like, shut up. Like, there are people that actually dealt with racism. I don't want to hear this nonsense, you know, that about things that don't really matter. You're just whining about nothing. You know what I mean? I do, I do, I do. Um now if somebody burns a cross on your front lawn, that's different. But like you know, that is something that is a serious thing. But Steve, somebody Steve. saying, yeah, keep going, keep going. Somebody saying Mount Rushmore, somebody who doesn't get an Oscar, like, be quiet. You know, these are non-issues. So, and all you do is make, uh, is make things like. Uh, Black Lives Matter and 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 different movements that have to do with civil rights and and race relations and stuff. You 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 don't help these kinds of thing uh, people who are actually doing things that matter um, when you say such uh, nonsense. Like, don't say Mount Rushmore, it's racist. Like, the Redskins thing I understand about the Washington football team, uh, the way I, what I see, what, the way I see that is, look, this group of people, Native Americans, find this term very offensive. You know, um, you wouldn't call a team, uh, you know, the some really stereotypical, you know, African-American name that was offensive, you know? So why are you going to do it to Native American people? Just change the name and everybody that doesn't like it, go to hell. Like, these people don't like this. And how about this? Look at it the other way for a change. Look at it from somebody else's point of view for a change. That's how I look at a lot of things that have to do with race relations. Because if a group of people doesn't like a name that they're always called, they feel it's derogatory and hurtful, what is the big deal about just changing the name? None of this nonsense about don't be sensitive, don't be a snowflake. Just do what makes sense, you know? Hot takes. Hot takes from Steven Sosa today on uh, socioeconomic relations <laughs> i'm i'm just opinionated about this stuff so uh, uh do you want to so in, do you want to lead into um you know what on that note 
Rest in peace, Bill Russell. <laughs> what? You're ending the podcast? I have nothing else to talk about. That's the last thing that I had. Oh, uh, I, I, uh, I keep thinking about how good I think Dallas is going to be. And uh, I'm excited about that because I think they're going to have the best defense in the league next year. And Luka Doncic is just going to kick so much butt. But yeah. Skinny Luka, baby. All right. Yeah. But, and the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. We hope you stay for a while Give us one more chance to change your mind